Wow, what? I just really cannot get over that we're about to talk about this. <laughs> this was your first time viewing, right? Yeah, i never seen this before. It's as old as me. He called me halfway through it, and he went, this is bad. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. I, I was like, sweetheart, this, is, this movie is bad. <laughs> I was like, are you sure you don't want to try something else? <laughs> There's time. No. There's time to figure it out. She's like, nah. No, we're doing we this. We gotta get ahead. And I'm like, I get it. <laughs> well, I guess we should just get this over with. You know what? I'm not unenthused. <laughs> Even though that was probably, I think, the exact word I used to you on the phone. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Welcome back to Kicking and Streaming, where it's not sin good, it's sin bad. I'm Carrie. I'm Ross. And this week we are talking about the 1996 Christmas film, Jingle All the Way. Ah, Turbo All the Jamie. <laughs> yeah, that's right, I'm finally going to get to explain that. I'm, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready to revisit that. Before we get started, don't forget, go follow us on Twitter at Kick and Stream. K-I-C-K-N-S-T-R-E-A-M. You can write the show at Kicking and Streaming Podcast at gmail.com. That's with an and, not an ampersand. And don't forget, folks, please be practicing the three R's. Rate, review, retweet. Rate, review, retweet, folks. We want everyone to come and join our little watch party. You ready to go look for Turbo Man? Okay, yeah. <laughs> sure. Let's do this. You hate me this week. No, I don't. Just, you know what? <laughs> Happy holidays. Every holiday season, there's one toy everyone has to have. I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move, and the rock and roll jetpack, and the boomerang shooter. Getting it is every child's dream. Whoever doesn't can be a real loser. Finding it. You got the doll, right? Is this father's nightmare? I'll get that toy. I promise. Whoa! Nothing like waiting till the last minute, I would say. Especially on Christmas Eve. your Christmas spirit. The last one just left. Now, it's two fathers. This is war. One mission. Woo! Oh, poor baby. <laughs> and every man for himself. I think maybe, though, we could join up as a team. You know, like, like Starskin Hutch. We're well, late delivery of Turbo Man at Toy Works. Let's go. From the director of Mrs. Doubtfire. You want a Turbo Man for Christmas? Forget it. I'm not going to sit in your lap. Tony, Sean. That was taken this morning. And from the director of the Flintstones. Don't open that up. No, no, no. Of course, there's uh, some assembly required. Even with you guys, uh, nothing but a bunch of sleazy con men in red suits. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sinbad. I work for the post office and I'm unstable. Tell him. This man is totally insane. Thank you. Christmas comes but once a year. Jingle all the way. You picked the wrong day. 
This movie is as old as I am. Literally as old. This is my first Christmas. That's so wild. Is, uh, yeah, it's something. You are a wee babby. I was three months old. Yeah, I came. I came across some great pictures of us recently. When you were fresh. Yeah. Like it was like your the first day you were in the hospital with mom, and I'm sitting on the bed holding you for the first time. Mm-hmm. And how unenthused I look. You were over it. I you went through <laughs> all of that nightmarish whatever of a day, the day I was born. <laughs> and then you were like, really? <laughs> all I got was this meat sack. <laughs> It doesn't even do anything. I know. <laughs> I was so mad. Oh, boy. But you love me anyway, right? Yes, I do. Happy holidays, sweetheart. Happy holidays. <laughs> so this movie was directed by Brian Levant. The only other thing I know Brian Levant for is the Flintstones. Yeah, I know. The live action Flintstones with John Goodman. I know. And Rosie. Yeah. And Rick Moranis. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, it's a good one. Hey, you know, my boyfriend produces. Yes, he does. My boyfriend, Chris Columbus. (laughs) Well, you'll see why I'm happy about that next week, guys. (laughs) Oh, my God. And it was written by Randy Cornfield. (laughs) With a K. Yeah, with a K, like the band. (laughs) And, like, this movie, I think the whole inspiration for this movie is simply just toy crazes, you know? Yes. Like those really in-demand toys that it just the most sought-after thing in the retail land. Can you think of anything that like that when you were a kid? Tickle Me Elmo was pretty big. The Tickle Me Elmo craze? <laughs> what the absolute fuck? <laughs> People couldn't get enough of that stuff. People were just like, oh my god, you tickle it and it dances around and sing. I know. And I'm like, we're so used to that <laughs> that I'm like... Wow. Yeah, I don't get it. We weren't that age, were we? No, we weren't. (laughs) I can talk about how bad I think this movie is. It did make quite a generous profit. Yeah, I know. It it, it made like, it did make $54 million. I mean, yeah, you you can't hate on the profit like that. I do hate on profit, though. I know you do. I know you do. All that money wasted on Jingle All the Way. Hey, just because you think this movie is trash doesn't mean the rest of us don't at least kind of like it. Yeah, I am being a real naysayer. Listen, I'm sure there are folks of you out there that enjoy it. <laughs> Not right here, hun. <laughs> Not right here? It's okay. Like, it, I just spent most of the movie in a daze. <laughs> like, oh I was like, God. did I drop? I <laughs> No! Like, what is going on? That's a great segue, though, um, to talk about uh, the um, <laughs> the locally known drinking game known as Turbo All the Jamie. Turbo All the Jamie, yes. And guys, please drink responsibly. I am not saying to do this. This is the story of a mistake. We're just telling you what it is. Because <laughs> we reference it on the podcast all the time. It's a drinking game that me and my buddies made up where we would watch Jingle All the Way. <laughs> so and, specific. And... <laughs> It was just going to be very simple because none of us like drinking games with lots of rules that you had to remember. So we just came up with two rules. Anytime they said the word turbo or anytime they said the word Jamie, as in the name of the kid in oh the movie. Oh my God. Anytime those two words were said, we had to take a drink. Absolutely plastered. Huh? And yeah. And then <laughs> one of the guys I lived with at the time, he looked at me and he said, uh, we have to stop. <laughs> Yeah, no. It, it was only 15 minutes into the movie, and he said, we have to stop. Shit's insane. I can't feel my face. He's <laughs> like, I can't feel my face. We have got to stop. If and I have any hope of getting out of here tonight. 
We have to stop. And so, yeah, don't do that to yourselves. I do not recommend it, but it is just a thing that happened. <laughs> Folks, you guessed it. We've got names. They, here they are. Here they come, and oh boy. Playing Howard Langston today, Uh huh. we have Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was with us when we covered The Last Action Hero. Kindergarten cop. Yep. He's the Terminator, star of True Lies, former governor of California. Oh, why? Why? <laughs> why? Guys, you know the recall election that just happened in California? Yeah. It didn't work, but like, that's how Arnold Schwarzenegger became president. <laughs> president? Hold on. <laughs> that's how Arnold Schwarzenegger came to be governor of California. <laughs> Playing Myron Larrabee, the mailman today. Okay. Is <laughs> Sinbad. Hey, buddy. <laughs> how are you? Welcome he, to the show. He was in the Coneheads, Good Burger. <laughs> He's the... He's like the Secret Service agent or something in that movie, First Kid. It's like they just set him loose. That's what I think. I think I don't think any of his dialogue is scripted. <laughs> you think they just turned him loose? Yeah, I think they were just like, let's just see what he says. <laughs> Absolutely fried. Playing Ted Malton, the neighbor, today, we have Phil Hartman. Hi, Phil. <laughs> You're both charming and weird as fuck in this movie, bruh. <laughs> rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, my God. Yeah, guys, go look that up. That's... Just look up Phil Hartman death. Yeah. It's really a R.I.P. so bad. Good grief. We'll let you traumatize yourselves. But uh, he was in Small Soldiers. I married an axe murderer. He was also on News Radio, which is a TV program that even I'm too young to have seen. <laughs> News Radio, huh? <laughs> From that age of the 90s, that is something else. (laughs) And Phil Hartman is also the legendary voice of Lionel Hutz on The Simpsons. From The Simpsons. You can do it for me. Do do a little little Lionel Hutz for me. Hi, I'm Lionel Hutz, attorney at law. (laughs) My voice isn't deep enough for (laughs) it. Mr. Simpson, don't you worry. I watched Matlock in a bar last night. The sound wasn't on, but I think I got the gist of it. Ground rules. Number one, we get bathroom breaks every half hour. Agreed. Number two. The jury will be chosen by me. Agreed. No, wait. Silence! Playing Liz Langston today, we have Rita Wilson. Mrs. Tom Hanks. She has been with us before. Yep, Sleepless in Seattle. She's also in Runaway Bride, Mm. The Story of Us. She is great rom-com material. Playing Jamie Langston today, we have Jake Lloyd. Anakin Skywalker, everybody! Yeah, from The Phantom Menace. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? He, he's, he's a cute kid, and uh, he does a mostly good job. Yeah. But, like, the poor guy. You know he lives here, right? Yeah, in Indianapolis. He's had a hard life. Yeah. Ever, ever since he was a child star. Mm-hmm. You want me to move on? Please. <laughs> Playing the mall Santa today, we have Jim Belushi. Hi, Jim. What's up? According to Jim, did anybody, I have never met a single person who watched According to Jim. I'm convinced that they aren't real, these supposed people. I've never even heard of that before. Yeah, exactly. That's my point, exactly. I'm not saying I'm an authority on all things broadcasting, but like, (laughs) never heard of that once. Playing Booster... (laughs) The big pink thing in the costume. I'll have more to say on this later. (laughs) We have Curtis Armstrong. You'll recognize him from Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, Some other honorable mentions. Oh my god. We have (laughs) playing the sales clerk. 
Chris Parnell. Hi, Chris. In his very first film appearance. Guys, he's Cyril in Archer. <laughs> I hate Cyril so much. I know. In the sound of his voice, I'm like, oh my, I'm still grinning, but I'm like, oh my God. I'm a sex addict. What the, f- that's not even a real thing. Hello. Hello. Oh my yes. God. Oh what am I doing? God. And then we also have the talents of Vern Troyer. Mm-hmm. And Danny Woodburn as some of the working elves in this picture. I hope these gentlemen were paid handsomely for this foolish nonsense. Hopefully. God, just come on. Just also to mention, in that skit at the beginning with the TV show. <laughs> yeah. Playing the president of the United States <laughs> is legendary sketch actor Harvey Corman. I had that in my notes later. I had, Ross, did you see Harvey? Veteran of the Carol Burnett show. Oh, he's the best. For all 10 of its seasons. (laughs) I love Harvey Corman so much. And the fact that he just got that little, he was my favorite thing about the movie, (laughs) to be quite honest. And he doesn't have any lines. (laughs) Yes, he does. He says, thanks, Turbo Man. Sure. Okay, one line. He has one line. Oh, my God. Okay, you ready to get jangling? (laughs) Yeah, we have to. This main title sequence is out of control. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me a little bit about it, honey. It is a television show for Turbo Man, the character. Mm -hmm. He's he's your basic superhero. He's got, like, lots of tools. He's got a great yellow and red suit. Like, very iconic look. Larry Boy, do your thing. (laughs) Larry Larry Boy. Larry Boy, yeah. (laughs) Look, it's Turbo Man. And he has like this sidekick named Booster, who's like a big pink furry thingy. Oh my god. (laughs) Listen, sometimes I've giggled at people who have fears about mascots Uh or like characters like that. (laughs) Like walking around like that. Yeah, I get it. I guess <laughs> you get it. That was I'm I'm unple- unpleased. Unpleased. I'm unpleased. I just created a word. I am unpleased with Booster. <laughs> it He's is a big pink dog. I don't know, man. What, what is he? It's nightmare fuel. He's is what big, it is. He's a big peep wolfy mammal. <laughs> And, like, everything about this smacks of Power Rangers. Like, in the costuming, in the camera work, in this so-called acting. Like, did you ever watch Power Rangers when you were a kid? I remember bits and pieces of Power Rangers as a kid. <laughs> like, I don't I don't remember any storylines or anything. But... but it just looks like Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah or it, something. It, I absolutely love it. He looks like a Flash Power Ranger. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah! He's like Flash... He's like a... Flash Power Ranger Iron Man type thing going on. <laughs> Who is Turbo Man's nemesis, Ross? Dementor. <laughs> yes. Yes. He looks like the brain thing from, uh, oh, what's that called? Phil Werrell movie. It's a fool-ass film if ever there was one. Megamind? Megamind! <laughs> That's what he reminded me of. He doesn't look like him, I guess, but... And then we get the title, Jingle All the Way. <laughs> Turbo All the Jamie. Turbo All the Jamie. <laughs> Let's get wasted. Because they are, quite honestly, like, <laughs> I think that everybody got tanked and said, Raw film. <laughs> <laughs> Little Anakin Skywalker is super jazzed about this. It's his favorite TV show. 
His name is Jamie. Drink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we're meeting the Langston family. Rita Wilson is here. Hey, babe. Hi, Mrs. Tom Hanks. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry that you had to be Chet's mom. <laughs> What a nightmare, I bet. Liz Langston, everybody. Yeah. Hey, Jamie, why don't you go upstairs and change, hon? It's almost time to leave. But Dad's not home yet. Now he's probably going to miss me get my belt. He misses everything. Well, he's not going to miss this. Jamie is going to be getting a, a new karate belt at karate class today. He's very good at it. He is very good at it. It's very dear. And he's worried that his dad's going to miss the karate class. Indeed. I just have, guess what, kids? He's going to miss the karate class. Yeah, no, here we have again another narrative where the dad, you are missing this, dad. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Imagine how the unattentive father trope is just falling along everyone's lexicon. Yeah, <laughs> it's a repetitive theme. It happens. I love you, dad. <laughs> I love you too, dad. It's not, not you. <laughs> not you necessarily. <laughs> Necessarily! No, 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 no! <laughs> you made it worse. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Jacobs. Oh, yes, we've been busy, but you know, I like that. I'm gonna make it. I hear you. Yes, so what can I do for you? Howard is a mattress salesman. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and for all accounts... What a very specific job. <laughs> And he's great at it? Yeah, for all accounts, <laughs> he's great at it. He just works all the time. Howard. He's always ignoring his family. And so we go to the karate class. He is like rushing through traffic to get to the karate class. And so we cut to the karate class. He's obviously not there yet. And this is where we first meet divorcee Ted. Yeah. Ted Malton. Yeah. From next door, uh-huh. whom I can't stand. Listen, <laughs> like, I just immediately don't like him right off the bat. I know, like, he is so into Liz, and it's really creepy. He's into everybody. I know, and everybody's into him. Like, he's standing next to Liz, and all the other moms are, like, fawning all over him. Ted, I was wondering if you'd mind taking a look at my porch light. And it just doesn't seem to be working, and... Uh... You being such a handyman. Sure, I've got just the tool for the job. All of those other moms, just with their tongues out of their heads. <laughs> I know! For Ted, and I'm like, no guys, <laughs> it's not that big a deal. No, that's not the vibe. Vibe check! Like, Phil Hartman just has that sleazy quality that a lot of characters like Ted's have. Yes. And all the moms are thirsting over him during the demonstration. They're just like, oh, he could ruin my life. Oh, God. He's been divorced once, guys, just saying. <laughs> and Ted will be a problem throughout. Jamie does a great job, by the way. Mm -hmm. And Howard misses all of this. And Howard finally gets home after being detained for speeding. Oh, he's oh he's one of those assholes that cut and took the shoulder uh -huh. when everybody's stuck on the interstate. <laughs> and Liz is pissed. Lolol. She has every fucking right to be. I know. Howard, do you have any idea what time it is? I know. You should have seen the traffic. And on top of that, I got a speeding ticket. Don't explain it to me. It wasn't my karate class you missed. Howard goes to Jamie. 
to give him some half-assed apology. The amount of times he walks away from him before finally having having to hide behind a comic. I know. Like, he just... Howard is taking no responsibility for missing out on all the important moments in his life. Yeah, he's kind of just like, hey, hey, can you stop being mad? (laughs) Yeah! I really hate... It really makes me feel bad when you're mad like this. I'm really, really sorry. You think you can let me make it up to you? Like how? More like uh, letting me do something special just for you. Like uh, if there's something really important you've been wanting for Christmas. Hmm? So, Ross, tell me what Jamie wants more than anything else in the world this Christmas. Listen, I know it's Turbo Man, (laughs) but why don't you let Jamie tell us what he wants? Okay, all right. I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move, and the boomerang suitor, and the rock and roar jetpack, and the realistic voice activator that says five different phrases, including, it's turbo time! Accessories sold separately, batteries not included. Accessories sold separately, batteries not included. (laughs) I loved that. (laughs) I loved it. I was like, that's big kicking and streaming energy right there. So this is the hot thing right now, isn't it? Yep, these are the Nancy Spumoni snow boots. Yeah, the Nancy Spumoni snow boots. (laughs) Of this episode. The must-have this Christmas season. And so we know the stakes are pretty high for getting this toy because this is his sort of materialistic way of making up for him, you know, kind of ignoring him. Yeah. And it's... Like it's here's the thing, it gets worse <laughs> because Jamie, <laughs> Jamie's all excited. He's gonna get his Turbo Man doll for Christmas, and this is where Liz in their bedroom. They're getting ready to go to bed, and she looks at him and goes, "Which reminds me, you got the doll, right? The doll. Yeah, the Turbo Man doll. I asked you to pick one up two weeks ago." Oh, (laughs) that doll, of course. And he didn't pick one up. And do you see this? I just have gibberish typed out (laughs) where I mashed on the keyboard. Listen, (laughs) I get it. Men are infuriating in this way. (laughs) They are. Two weeks. She told him two weeks ago to get this doll. And it is now Christmas Eve Eve. I wrote, oh man, he's in deep shit. Oh, man, he's a deep <laughs> shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't like the thought of Christmas consumerism being laid all on the backs of women. But it kind of is. Oh, you mean like it's our job to know what everybody wants, yeah. to go shopping, yeah. uh-huh. and like do the emotional business of all of that indeed, as well? Indeed, Yeah, I know what you mean. Christmas can be hard on the mothers. We need, we need to remember that. Oh, my God. And like, just one thing. One thing she asked, but no, you're too busy trying to bed people. <laughs> Quite literally trying to bed people, Mr. Mattress Salesman. How long did you workshop that I for? I just came up with that. That's so great. I just thought of that. I'm glad you think so. You're the only one that thinks it's that good. And so the next day is Christmas Eve, and he is running out of the house in the morning telling Liz that he has to go out to the office to get the D-O-L-L because he left it at the office. This is... I just... (laughs) Jamie's already reading him to filth because he's going to miss the holiday parade. (laughs) And like he's like, this year Turbo Man's gonna be there. Yeah, Turbo Man. Turbo Man. Yes. Yes. It's Turbo time. Dad, you can't miss it. It's gonna be really cool. I won't miss it. 
I'll be there. I promise. Promises, promises. I know. It's bad. It's bad. He goes outside to get in the car, and I have not Ted Malton again. Oh, God. Okay. Where in the world do you suppose Ted got a reindeer? Another disconcerting piece <laughs> of prop. I know. That fucking reindeer is scary. <laughs> to me. I know. I'm like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Get Jim Henson out of here. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> like, when it when he had it, I literally did a double take, and I was like, what? Is that? <laughs> that puppet ass reindeer? That puppet ass. <laughs> What's that? A reindeer? A little Christmas surprise for Johnny. You just think of everything, don't you, Ted? Howard, I'm of the mindset you can never do too much to make a child's Christmas magical. Ted also decides to mention that, you know, he's already got his kid the hot new toy this season. Turbo Man. Yeah, he actually bought his two weeks ago like he was supposed to. And it is nice and safe and snug under the Christmas tree for little Johnny. And I just, as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I was like, that's coming back. I know that's coming back. (laughs) No spoilers. I wasn't aware how unglued it would all become. Oh, I know. It gets bad there near the end. Yeah. So Howard goes out to the toy store, and it is a madhouse. Like, the toy store hasn't opened yet, and this is, like, where everybody's decked out on the sidewalk in the street waiting for them to open the doors. This is danger. Oh, I know. This is danger festering right in the middle of your community, people. This is how people die, all I'm saying. Merry Christmas. Jesus. Because of two minutes, because of two minutes, you're not going to Last minute shopping, huh? Yeah. Enough to drive a man insane in it. Myra Larrabee. Howard Langston. (laughs) This is where we first meet Myron Larrabee, the mailman. Christ. Okay. (laughs) Um, It turns out that Myron is also looking for a Turbo Man doll. Is he a postal worker? Yeah. Like like the like for the USPS. The USPS. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. And, like, Myron is a little off. Yeah. <laughs> like, like when he's talking about the toy cartels. Man, where have you been? Don't you watch TV? We are being set up by rich and powerful toy cartels. Oh, come now on. Now you got these big fat cats sit there using working class just like me and you. They spend billions of dollars on TV advertisement, and then they sit there and use subliminal messages to suck your children's minds out. And I know what I'm talking about because I went to junior college for a semester and I studied psychology, so I'm right in there. I know what's going on. God! <laughs> Okay, you know what? That did it also make me chuckle. He's yelling. It's disconcerting. And he's literally strangling that woman. Oh my God, yeah. When he grabs a hole, everybody is like, what? And he's like, oh, you shouldn't wear fur. And I'm like, <laughs> huh? Byron, that's hardly the point. I don't, I just like, uh, this is why I say they literally just turned on the camera and said, go. <laughs> You know what that reminds me of? What? The, you know that John Tron video where he's interviewing people in the street uh-huh. in Times Square and that guy goes, listen, listen, listen. I am Allah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that energy, I feel like. That's the energy I feel like he's bringing to this. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Ross, sorry. I'm thinking about I am Allah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. It's the look on his face. <laughs> Just drop that in the related media for no reason, would you? <laughs> All right. Okay. All 
right. That poor sales clerk unlocks the doors to the toy store and people stampede. This has happened. Oh, yeah. This has happened and people have died. I know. It's the breakdown in humanity for me. This is the sack of Rome. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is absolute. It is chaos down here. Oh, my God. Neither Howard nor Myron can get to a Turbo Man doll in time. And once again, the sales clerks laugh at them. This is where we get Chris Parnell. Oh, excuse me. Yes? I'm trying to find a Turbo Man doll. Me too. Me too. Do you have any more in the back? <laughs> What? See that? <laughs> what did I say? These, these, these guys are looking for a Turbo Man? A Turbo Man doll, yes. <laughs> this is funny because it reminded me of just last week when the sales clerks were laughing at them about the Nancy Spumoni snow boots. <laughs> which is a fun tongue twister, by the way. Yes, it is. Nancy Spumoni snow boots. Nancy Spumoni snow. I, I'm like, oh. <laughs> anyway, go on. And listen, this is where Arnold puts on the tough guy act. And he basically threatens the sales clerks. And he's like, I am the law in California. (laughs) We're in Minnesota. I know, but still. We're in Minnesota. Yeah, that's right. Twin Cities, baby. (laughs) And they point him in the direction of the lady who bought the last one. Like, there she goes. There she goes. Please don't hurt us. And then he turns into Jamie Lee Curtis after the last hickory honey ham. (laughs) And Chris was at the crate. Yeah. (laughs) And here's the thing. He turns to run after her car, and Myron checks him with the mailbag. I... (laughs) It's coming unglued. It's a toy. It's a toy. What lady? Uh, uh, short. Uh, uh, with, with fur coat. Fur, fur coat. Fur coat. Uh-huh. Fur Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Howard chases down this old lady's car, and she takes off. Like, can you imagine you're driving, and you look in your side mirror? Objects are closer than they appear. And there's a the Arnold Schwarzenegger's running at you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd take off. Yeah, I'd floor it. Absolutely fuck, not. Fuck them red lights. <laughs> So, once again, he's left without a Turbo Man doll, and he's laughed out of every retailer in town. And I have, he did this to himself. He did. (laughs) He did. He wasn't paying a smidge of attention to anything his wife was saying. You know, it's actually better talking it out with you than it is actually watching it. Because you're making me think about it more. I hardly paid attention to this film. Oh, but like, Roz. No, you are. You really are. But like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I have, I'm being a naysayer. But like. So Rita's at home with Jamie and stupid Ted's kid, Johnny. Johnny, was, yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Sure enough, Ted lets himself in. Liz, looks like you could use a little you time. Why don't you go upstairs, take a shower. I'll keep an eye on the boys, finish up with the cookies. Oh, no. Ted, Ted, Ted. Go on. You deserve it. She's married, dude. <laughs> I know. She's married. Come on. Don't like, be weird. It's so creepy. He's trying to move in on someone else's wife. When men were definitely majority territorial, you know, like, uh, hey, that, mm, I'm recently divorced. I don't have a woman anymore. Yeah. And so, I must lust after you. I'm just going to take yours? What yeah. the fuck? Um, that's a sin, Ted. <laughs> Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. (laughs) This is where Howard calls his house from a payphone, trying to get in touch with his wife, and Ted answers his phone. 
uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> the cookies conversation. <laughs> oh, oh, excuse me, but your wife's cookies are out of this world. What a... Who told you you can eat my cookies? I'm just helping Liz out a little in the kitchen. She's making up a storm here. On your way out, just tell her it would be a few minutes late, but you shouldn't worry. Oh, she won't worry. I mean, I'm here and... Mm, oh, these cookies! I gotta get the recipe from Liz. Put that cookie down! Now! Put that cookie down! <laughs> Put that cookie down! <laughs> Arnold, you better put that cookie down. He's the law in California. Hey, Arnold. Stop. Stop. Woo. Oh, my God. Hey, Arnold. Arnold. Me following him around on his campaign trail. Arnold. Arnold. Don't do it, Arnold. Arnold. Two elections. Two. Put that cookie down. He slams the phone down and he's walking down the street and Myron shows back up again. Unhinged. Uh, but like, here's the thing. We're not mad at each other about the fact that we tried to kill each other over a doll. I, I it's all over the place, Carrie. <laughs> it's all over the place. <laughs> we can join up as a team. You know, like like Starskin Hutch, uh, like Johnny Creston Hutch, man. Like Bonnie and Clyde, like I can Tina. Well, maybe not I can Tina because she left. But maybe we can do it. Search and destroy. Divide and conquer. Me and you, man, what do you say? Thanks, Myron, but no thank you. Oh, come on, man, let's do it, man, let's be a team. Gee, Myron, I think you're a good guy and all, but this I would like to do by myself. I wrote, Howard says, hell no. I literally don't have words. (laughs) Oh my God. And here's the thing, some guy, just some rando, comes running by to get in a van, (laughs) talking about how there's a Turbo Man delivery at this other toy store, and like, they just jump in the cars. Deus ace guy. (laughs) Like, why would you shout that as you're running by? That was a way out. They hit a block, and that was a way out. <laughs> a way to write themselves out of that scene. We need a guy to come run and buy our brains right now. Sure enough, Howard gets in his car, and the first thing he does is knock over a police motorcycle. I just, I the same cop, right? Yeah, that's the repeating bit throughout the whole movie, is every time he runs into a cop, it's always the same cop. <sighs> <laughs> Now we're in the Mall of America. Not the Mall of America. (laughs) Yeah, he's shaking the policeman, and we're in the Mall of America, and Myron is here too. It's also a madhouse in here. Listen up, people. Answer your first question. Yes. The rumors are true. We have received a small quantity of the action figure known as Turbo Man. to realize that this toy manager is speaking into like a toy microphone like the one from Toy Story that would be funny if they like the other members of the staff were like listen don't give him the real mic tell him this is it Because I don't want to hear his voice. I know. I don't want to hear it propelled throughout here. And here's the thing. The way they're going to do this is they obviously only have a finite amount of 
Turbo Man's, right? Uh-huh. And so they've put numbers on all these bouncy balls. Oh my god! And we're gonna do this lottery style. This, this, this breaks down so quickly. Oh yeah, people start mobbing these employees with buckets of balls in their hands, <laughs> and the employees say, fuck it, I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> and they just throw them into the air. Launch all of those lottery balls into the air. <laughs> Wild because they're bouncy balls, right? Yeah. So they're ping-ponging off of every surface. And we have grown people throwing themselves onto the floor trying to get one of these balls. A Christmas unhinging. Yeah, a Christmas. It, it, it is a Christmas unhinging. And this is where I almost called him John. <laughs> like Kimball. I know. <laughs> From kindergarten cop. This is where. What's his Howard? <laughs> See, that's how much I don't believe. Okay. This is where Howard himself just becomes an unhinged man for a better part of the film. I know. Like he's already been getting there, but this is it. The lengths we're going to. He needs that ball. Because he finally gets a hold of one, and then Myron appears right there next to him and maces him. Like, what the absolute hell? I got it. I got it. I got it. Stop. Howard chases one of those balls out of the toy store, and this is ridiculous. This is Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger, <laughs> and he is chasing this bouncy ball all throughout the Mall of America. It's it's kind of funny. It's kind of hilarious. And that thing falls into that little girl's stroller, which it's just funny to watch Arnold chase her into that like play place. With all the tubes. Okay, this is terrorism. (laughs) He is trying to capture a child. (laughs) This grown man, this tank of a man. The law in California. Oh my God. Is chasing this child down and they finally get into that ball pit. Oh, that takes me back. And he's like, he picks up that red ball and is like, here, here's a nice shiny red ball that you can have. And then that kid just shoves that bouncy ball <laughs> in her mouth. And I literally wrote, um, does someone want to get the grown man out of the ball pit? And that's when all the moms begin to assault him with their purses. <laughs> just give me the ball. I got it. Ow. Sicko. Ow. Oh, I need the kid. ball. I need the ball. I need that the toy. That's another shot lost at Turbo Man. I'm so glad those moms were ready. I know. He's harassing people in public. <laughs> for a doll. For, for a toy. I know. No, not even for a toy. For a bouncy ball that might lead him to a toy. <laughs> it is bad. It is very bad. <laughs> And then I wrote, oh, no, not Jim Belushi. Oh, here we, here we go. <laughs> Jim Belushi has a proposition for you. Jim Belushi is working as a mall Santa. Santa Jim. <laughs> Santa Jim. Santa Belushi. <laughs> I like Santa Jim. Santa Jim. And so Santa Jim, <laughs> this crooked Santa, says he knows where Howard can get a Turbo Man doll. How many people has he done this already today? <laughs> How many marks has he made? I wonder. You want a Turbo Man for Christmas? Forget it. I'm not going to sit in your lap. Hey, Chief, that's not my bag. Get it? (laughs) 
Well, you know, little boy, with your attitude, I don't think I want to give you access to this. Tony, show That was taken this morning. He gets Howard to drive him to this shady-looking warehouse. They walk into this warehouse, and you see all of these toys being made. Like, it's like a really warped version of Santa's, like, warehouse. What like, the hell is happening here? <laughs> I wrote, what the fuck is this? What? <laughs> An illegal toy operation? I mean, I... The toy cartel? Like, what? Like, that would be disturbing to me. Is this the toy cartel that Sinbad was talking about? Oh, Jesus! <laughs> Carrie? <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> This is. This is the toy cartel. That'll be 300 Dollars? No, chocolate kisses. Yes, dollars. I can't believe this. Whatever happened to your lofty ideals, huh? I thought you were doing all this for the kids. Well, sure. But I don't yeah. see why we can't pick up a little loose change in the process. And, like, here's the thing. <laughs> Howard opens it in front of him, and not for nothing, but the voice chip is in Espanol. Which is not bad, it's just not ideal. It's also in many pieces. Yeah, it's falling apart. Like, he's like, no, I'm not doing this. Give me my money back. And fucking Santa Jim <laughs> grows a huge pair of balls and says, mm, all transactions are final. And I'm like, you absolute <laughs> Ross! I'm, I, it is the season of hope. There are people like that. I know. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Wait, this is Christmas. The season of perpetual hope. Yeah, this is where Howard loses it. Yeah. He's being ganged up on by all these Santas. Not about to hit a Santa Claus. Come on, come on, what are you, chicken? Nunchucks? I what the absolute why are they so organized? <laughs> like and it's about this point when the cops bust the illegal warehouse operation. Cause like I don't know, maybe they were watching them for a long time and Howard just had the rotten luck of being busted while they're there. <sighs> Howard grabs a fake police badge, like a toy. And makes believe he's undercover. Oh yeah, he fakes out these cops hard. This must be the sloppiest bust I've ever seen in my entire career the force. Detective Howard Lang, undercover. I have been working on this case for the last three years, and you guys come barging in here like a bunch of terrorists at a tea party. Wait, till the commissioner finds out about this. He is going to hit the roof. Now get your act together and arrest someone. Go, yes, sir. Jesus. I just, you know. He flashed his badge so fast. I'm like, guys. Meanwhile, Ted is showing off for the whole neighborhood. Like, he's baked cookies. He's passing treats out. All the moms are positively quivering. I can't. <laughs> Why? Oh, uh, you know. He's weird. He's so weird. I, 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 not Ted, ladies. Howard calls home. And Jamie answers the phone, and Jamie reminds him that he promised he'd be at this parade. And, oh, oh, I'm upset. Oh, he just gets irate with him. He yells at him. Uh Uh-huh. Enough. Enough of this trouble, man, okay? I had it up to here with this trouble, man. If there's anyone I don't want to have advice from right now, it's trouble, man. Now, get your mother. I'm sorry, Jamie. Look... I didn't mean... What would 
you know about keeping your promises? You never keep your promises. You never do anything you say you're gonna do, ever. And I'm like, hey, good for you, bud. I'm glad you got that out. You know what I mean? Yeah, Jamie lets him have it. Yeah. I love it. Howard hangs up the phone. He's in this shitty little diner. And Myron's just in the diner, too. Is he following him? That's got to be it. Like, like it, that's got to be it's it. It's so friggin' weird. Just, I feel like he's just tailing him at this point like, and with a chance to get the doll. Even when I was young, I was like, this is weird. Howard is just not faced. I have in all capital letters, <laughs> Howard, the man maced you. He's never McReady <laughs> for Myron. Uh, couldn't find the kid the doll. Does it make me a bad father? No. But yelling at him for no good reason, now that makes me a bad father. Look, we get one chance a year to prove in our screw-ups, and what do we do? We screw it up. Myron's like, yeah, well, being dads, we're natural screw-ups. And I'm like, it doesn't have to be that way, sir. That shouldn't be the finer point, gentlemen. Like, like the, that's the basic plot of Everybody Loves Raymond, is that he's just a screw-up, and everybody else has to pay for it. Yeah. Uh, it's not good. Yeah. Like, talking about how he misses being the hero in Jamie's life. And I'm like, Howard, heroes show up. Yeah, they do. They do. It's like when the bat signal's going full blast in the sky, does Batman sit back and go, hmm, I don't really feel like it. (laughs) Exactly. Now we're talking about daddy issues. And Myron is obviously working through some of his own shit with his own dad because his dad also didn't get him some action figure when he was a kid. So this is him (laughs) trying to make triumph on his trauma? I guess. Because he's not doing it correctly. No. No. Not the way to go about it. See, I never forgave my father. I remember one Christmas I wanted this one special toy. Johnny Seven OMA gun. Thing looked like a blast. But, of course, for my old man, Christmas was just another opportunity to let me down. (laughs) I never did get that Johnny Seven OMA. They do this stupid thing where they put Jamie in Myron's clothes, and (laughs) Howard's imagining Jamie, like, drinking out of a whiskey bottle, just like Myron. That happened, too? Yeah! What? You were just taking notes and not looking. I'm sorry. I have no idea. (laughs) I do not remember this at all. I think you're just blacking pieces of it out. You didn't like it. I mean, I'm sorry. (laughs) I feel bad. You say you've been looking everywhere for a Turbo Man doll? Yes. You say you do just about anything to get your hands on one? Yes, yes. Well, KQRS has good news for you. If you're the first caller to correctly identify all eight of Santa's reindeer, you will be the winner of the hottest toy since Johnny 7 Oh, here we go. A radio contest for a Turbo Man doll. This is, I, uh, it just keeps getting more and more unglued, folks. So, of course, Myron and Howard are back to trying to kill each other over this doll. And, like, Howard gets to the phone first, but then Myron yanks it out of its socket. These are literal children. (laughs) These are literal children. KQRS, hello. Okay, I got got the answer. No, you don't. (laughs) I think the reason that people love this so much is just because they love watching Arnold and Sinbad beat the shit out of each other the whole time. I mean, why not? It made $54 million. So they both break into the radio station. Tell me who's working that dashboard, baby. (laughs) 
Tell me. It's Martin Mall. Yes, it is. Who is Martin Mall's Carrie? Mr. Ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> That's his character's name. <laughs> Sorry, this queen. This queen is just trying to run a show. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Arnold Schwarzenegger runs in, busts his glass door in, and said, I have the answer! And names all eight of Santa's reindeer. And goes, did I win? Help me! You can't just ask the dancer Brown's a vixen comic cube with Donna Blitz. What? <laughs> you see, I couldn't get through on the phone. Did it win? Oh, oh yes, no, it's I not that simple! No, it's not. Wait, 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 wait. You're too late. I already got the right answer. I won. <laughs> yeah. I don't need the right answer to win. Oh, God. And then fucking Sinbad comes in <laughs> with a pack, and he's like, this is a bomb! This goes from zero to a million. Like, he's literally like, this is an explosive device. Uh, they go through the mail all the time. I just nagged one of them, and I'm like, what? I'm like, why is any of this funny? But you know what? I bet people were rolling when this came out. Well, I'm like, I don't get it, because isn't that, wasn't there a whole, like, string of incidents where postal workers were committing acts of terrorism or whatever? See, here's the thing. This is one year removed from Oklahoma City. Yeah, like, I don't find any of this funny. Like, bombings here in the homeland in the United States, you know, aren't super common in uh, that time. And then he throws that box, and it smacks on the floor. It's a deck! It's a music box. And so the cops pull up, and there's this standoff with Myron and the cops, and he tries the bomb thing on them again, and Howard doesn't correct them because they just both want to get away. And so they drop the package and they run. And the thing is, guys, it is actually a bomb. He accidentally did pick up a bomb. Yeah, what the fuck? And when they're running out of the building and then they pull that bomb off... Just a sick world we're living in. Sick people. <laughs> and they just blows his eyebrows off. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, did they all die? But no. Yeah, they're fine. Howard comes home and sees through his front window Ted putting the star on his Christmas tree. That's not all he's putting on. <laughs> he's putting the star on top of the tree and the moves on Mrs. Tom Hanks. Oh my god. Yet again. What are you doing? Your star wasn't up. It's Christmas Eve. You've got to have your star up. I'm out all day. And he's in my house. Putting up my star on my tree. I understand the whole point here is his family's love is threatened. Uh-huh. But, like... Is it, though? <laughs> like, maybe with the kid, the, the his wife seems to be very consistent the whole way through. She is off-put by him, and she is, you know... No, Rita Wilson is not leaning into this. She's not leaning into <laughs> it, and I'm happy about that. Yeah, Which no. is still miraculous to me. <laughs> Mr. Mattress never pays attention to you, and yet you still are entirely 100% faithful. I know, and then when Ted Moulton is creeping on you... Yeah, like... Oh, gross. Yeah, it's... All oogie. She doesn't deserve any of it. And like, so this makes him so angry. This makes Howard so angry that he's going to go into Ted's house and steal the Turbo Man doll he bought for his kid. It's back. 
Uh, yeah, no. There it is. It came back. Chekhov's Turbo Man. Uh, because th- this is bad, right? Like, th- we've reached a new level of depravity here. He, he has been a public nuisance all day. And now we're stealing from a kid. And uh, well, now we're bringing it into the suburbs. Like, he goes in to get that doll. And, you know, he 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 almost got it. I know. You know what I mean? I was like, luckily he gets a grip before he actually steals from a kid. But then something terrifying happens. <laughs> He's going to go out the back door because there's carolers at the front. And he goes out in the backyard and that reindeer is out there. What's his name? Ted. Because <laughs> he's named after Ted. <laughs> Ted the reindeer. Yeah. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Ted Malton. And Ted Malton. <laughs> nice doggy. Nice. I hate this thing. Oh, I know. And it chases him to kingdom come. No, it chases him back through Ted's house. And like, he catches the nativity scene on fire. Like, it's so, it is chaos in here. (laughs) He kicks one of the wise men's burning heads out through the front window. And into all the carolers. Into all the carolers. It's like bowling for carolers. (laughs) Oh my God. Stop. Bowling for Soup's Christmas album? Stop. (laughs) And, like, Liz and Ted witness everything. Of course. What's that? Oh. You can always count on me. That is Johnny's Turbo Man. What? It's not what you think it is. Oh, it isn't? Really? Well, then do tell me what it is, because as far as I know, you got Jimmy his own Turbo Man weeks ago. What it looks like is that you've broken into our neighbor's house and you're stealing presents from under the tree. I hate this <laughs> because she's like, what the fuck, Howard? <laughs> Ted, take me to the parade. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> take me to entertainment. Oh, my God. Are we not going to talk about the fire damage you have in your house right now, Ted? Oh, no, yeah. Or appropriately punish Howard for it? Yeah, no, she is furious with him, but she's just doing that thing where she's not yelling. She's like, like I can't do that. It's got to be a good day. It's got to be a good day for Jamie. I can't do this right now. Ted, we will deal with your property damage later. Let's go to entertainment. <laughs> Cut to Arnold sulking in the... Arnold. I did it again. Uh, Howard. (laughs) Arnold Howard. Cut to Howard in the backyard sulking. We're drinking with the reindeer. I... (laughs) I have no words for the choices in this script. He has given this reindeer like half a dosa key, like Merry Christmas, you weird fucking thing. We need to get Ron Cornfield in here right now, or Ray (laughs) Cornfield, whoever the hell his name is. We need to talk to him. Why we, are we drinking with the reindeer? We need to talk to Brian Devon and just <laughs> really pinpoint. I like the Flintstones. What is this? <laughs> I know, bud. I know. Uh, anyway. And so he decides to stop feeling sorry for himself and go to the parade, right? Uh-huh. And we go to Wintertainment and the whole Tam Down is here. The whole Tam Down. <laughs> Like, Liz and Ted drop the boys off with some other kid's dad so they can watch the parade while Ted parks the car. And, like, there's so many characters in this parade. There's Sonic, there's Gumby, the Tick, Cabbage Patch Kids, Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. (laughs) I know that. Okay, that's the same. 
Meanwhile, Ted is trying to emotionally connect with Liz in the car. Oh, where he's basically like, you know what? Let's just throw our hands up in the air. Say la vie. Let's do this. I'm into you. You're into me. He, oh, those aren't the lines. No. I almost wish they were. He's being so creepy about it. I, when he pulls her over onto his shoulder, that's when I would have stabbed his eyes out with my car keys. For me, it all started months ago. Your Labor Day barbecue, remember? <laughs> and you asked me how to marinate ahi tuna, and I said, all you need is Italian salad dressing. And I love that, you know, Arnold Howard is here to recognize it, <laughs> to see it. Oh my God. And at the very moment it's about to happen. Yeah, and he's running towards the car, and he crashes into that cop. That I, oh my god, and then he drops all his hot coffee all over him! You! This cop's chasing him. He's gonna get him. He's gonna he's hell-bent on getting him. And and you know, here's the thing. She didn't need Arnold Schwarzenegger to save her. No, she didn't. She literally clocks him in the head with a thermos. Enough talking. Well, that didn't exactly go as well as I'd hoped. It's as if Rita Wilson went to the producers and went, hey, can you write me in? Please don't make Arnold Schwarzenegger come save me. Yeah, like, I would like to uh, punch this guy's lights out, mm -hmm. if if you don't mind. Howard slips into this building to get away from the cop. And, like, all of a sudden, out of the darkness, like, this group of men just descends on him. They're like, are you the guy? Are you the guy? Yeah, you're the guy. Come on, come with us. And then he starts getting put in this getup. They start taking his clothes off and dressing him. And all the time, this manager is, like, listing off the whole you know, program for him. Like the complicated controls and everything. Yeah, and he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I need to tell you that I am not who you think I am. Okay, okay, listen up. We're running late here, so pay attention. You already read the instruction manual we sent you, so you know about all the important controls. Let me just go over a couple of the changes. There what are changes? three cutoff valves to the nitro fuel. What, what here, here, and here. The normal reading and the pressure gauge should be anywhere below I, 50, I, I, not <laughs> 70, like we told you earlier. And we see this guy in this big pink animal costume, and you're like, oh, wait a minute. And nope, it's Booster. That's Booster. Fuck that shit forever. I know. I hate the way, I, I, I hate the way, when he puts the head on, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I know. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Howard gets lowered down on this platform, and there's all this rumbling and all this noise, and then when he comes back up again on the platform, he's on top of the Turbo Man float. He's in the Turbo Man costume. He's Turbo Man, guys. Listen. Turbo Terminator. (laughs) And now, for the moment you've all been waiting for, here he is, boys and girls, live and in person, Turbo Man. Listen, that shot's pretty cool. It is. All right. (laughs) Sure. Like, he can't even believe it himself. He's like, holy shit. I'm Turbo Man. I just, I feel like we're rewarding Howard (laughs) here at the end. He really didn't do anything or learn anything of substance. And, like, Jamie's, like, pointing, like, look, Mom, it's Turbo Man. And, like, Howard, like, sees Jamie and he salutes him. Yeah. And Jamie salutes back. It's so dear. You can always count on me. I'm Turbo Man. Oh, boy. I keep my promises. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
we get those newscasters, the woman and the man who are like way over the top. Yeah. I love them. Eliza, in a few moments, Turbo Man himself will select a special child from our audience. And that little boy or girl will be the lucky winner of a special edition Turbo Man doll. And he picks up that big Turbo Man doll and he's like, I can't believe it. Like he finally got his sweaty palms on a Turbo Man doll. He can come up here and get his prize. Howard is pointing at Jamie in the crowd. Yeah. And they turn his mic on and he says Jamie's name. Jamie! He knows my name. Which, I mean, hey, that's all kind of cute, because, like, it's his dad, and, you I know, know. But I'm like, okay, here we go. And Jamie crawls up on the flow, and Howard hands him the doll. And I'm like, come on, kid, how do you not know that's dad? It is quite obviously Howard. <laughs> how he could not know for so long that it is his dad. <laughs> it's insane. I know. Who else sounds like that? <laughs> Sorry, I know you're trying to move on. But, like, I don't get it. And I know, I know you extra hate this because guess who's back? <sighs> guess who's back again? <laughs> so what? What Sinbad Myron has done <laughs> is he's incapacitated another performer. Yeah, who's going to swoop in at the last minute as Dementor and maybe have you know a five to ten second fight where the guy playing Turbo Man destroys him or whatever, right? Yeah, that's for the kids. That's probably what was rehearsed. No, no, <laughs> Myron has assaulted somebody. <laughs> oh no! And incapacitated them, dressed in the Dementor getup, and is now swinging onto the parade float. Oh my god! From a building. Who sanctioned these stunts? <laughs> this is a busy street. I know. No, like it's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, kid, give it a dial and nobody gets hurt. Myron? That's right, Turtle Man. Thought you could outsmart me, didn't you? Huh? Thought your little suit I did was so slick. But you know what? I'm one step ahead of you because I've got a bigger brain. Come on, Myron. You're taking this too far. Hey, I'm not going home without that dial. And Myron's trying to take the doll from this kid. I just cannot stand. <laughs> this is literal. No, I'll make myself mad. This is literal cartoon, like cartoonishly evil, right? Sinbad is a cartoon. I don't know how they're doing that nowadays. I don't know who drew him, but it got away from them. <laughs> like Doodle Bob? Yeah, he just leaped off the page and there he was. <laughs> The length this goes to, to get this doll away from this kid. Oh, I know. Myron has Jamie in his arms trying to wrestle the doll away from him. And Jamie yells at Turbo Man. He's like, use your power disc. He's like, come on, dummy. <laughs> Save me. Do something, Turbo Man. Use your turbo disc on your arm. Hey, Myron, I have a special delivery for you. Jamie kicks him between the balls <laughs> and runs back towards his mom, and Myron is chasing him. See, to me, it looked like he ran right past his mom and started <laughs> climbing up the side of a building. No, yeah, he did. He like Once he got to his mom and Myron was still on his tail, he then runs to a fire escape. 
the way Reed is just standing there. What's her name? Liz. Yeah, Liz. <laughs> the way Liz is just standing there watching him run away from her and up the side of a building like, wah, 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 wah. and I'm like, go after him. She's like, hey, 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 this is not part of it. This is not part of it. <laughs> yeah. And Howard, like, dispatches with the Dementor henchmen and sees them all on the roof. And, like, Jamie is now climbing up on this light display that's in the shape of a tree. What is it with Arnold Schwarzenegger having to go after kids climbing up very tall things? That happened in Last Action Hero, What is too. it with that? <laughs> that, that happened and in, last, in, and in Kindergarten Cop! Yes, it sure did. <laughs> I love that. Going after little blonde boys crawling up very tall structures. Fly! Fly, Togoman! Use your jetpack! It's turbo Guys, he's wearing an actual jetpack. This is where I gave up. <laughs> this is where it was effectively over for me. This is so poorly animated and edited. It, it does look really cheesy, doesn't <laughs> like, it? Even for le- I know it was 1995-96, but like I feel <laughs> could have just been a little better. Like, it's just a picture of him spinning like a top in the air. I'd almost rather the film was animated. <laughs> it just looks really, really silly. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's so comedically fake. I can't do it with any of it. And he crashes through that poor family's window in the middle of Christmas dinner. Here's the thing. He also should have died or been hospitalized. <laughs> I know. With the amount of damage. I cannot conceive of the financial damage he's done all day. I know. Like, they they have screwed up so many things in pursuit of this fucking toy. I know. And it's about to get worse. Okay. <laughs> the light display that Myron is now chasing Jamie up, it becomes unanchored from the roof. Yeah. And falls over, and now Jamie and Myron are just hanging off the edge of the roof of this building. It's big, mighty Joe Young vibes. I know. That horrible sequence with the Ferris wheel. Yeah, a little we bit. We have to talk about that movie next I, year. Yeah, we sure do. Anyway. And Myron pulls the doll out of Jamie's backpack. Turbo Man, use your turbo ring! Come on, And he lets that boomerang go flying, and it comes back and hits Myron in the face. Good. And he falls onto Santa's sleigh. I was like, oh shit, does he die? And finally, Jamie lets go, and Howard jumps up and pulls him out of the air. Back, 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 back. (laughs) Jetpack, (laughs) jetpack. Turbo Man, Jamie! Turbo Man, I knew you'd save me. You can always count on me. (laughs) Like, they land back down on the ground, and Jamie could not be more jazzed. He had an actual adventure with his favorite hero ever. Yeah, that, you know what, that would be, that would blow my mind. If I, if I was Jamie, I absolutely would, would be mind blown. Like, that is By everything that just happened. Because again, he doesn't know it's his dad. I mean, when he returns him to 
when he returns him to his wife, the way Liz has been watching all of this with vague awe, like, huh. Yeah, I know. Isn't like, that, she's not McReady. Isn't this great? Ah, <laughs> like, flying around up there. Not a, they, she just doesn't seem at all too concerned about Jamie's welfare. She's <laughs> just standing there. And then, like, Jamie starts feeling all bad because his dad wasn't there to see any of it. And, like, he thinks it's his fault. <laughs> He thinks Howard's mad at him. He's like, he's mad at me. I yelled at him. He doesn't want to be here anyway. Jamie, your dad is not mad at you. He loves you more than anything in the whole wide world. You are his all-time favorite person. How do you know all that? Well, who would know better than me? Dad? Howard? Right here. In all capital letters, I hate myself. I teared up a little bit. But then, like, the way Liz goes, Howard? <laughs> Howard. Stop! Just like that. And I'm like, my God. <laughs> and is this the part where you came unglued? Because Jamie <gasps> finally gets that damn doll back. And he <gasps> sees the cops taking Myron away in handcuffs. And I shit you not, y'all. Carrie. <laughs> what am I going to tell my son on Christmas morning? How am I going to look him in the eye? How? Wait. Did you see that? Man, I was just going to was so close. Merry Christmas. Wow. Wow. But, hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, this is going to make my son really happy. Jamie gives Myron that doll. Willingly. Willingly. And Myron's like, oh, shit, cool. And I'm like, are we fucking serious right now? <laughs> All this child wanted this holiday season was this toy doll. <laughs> And now we're going to give it over to the uh, villain who tried to kill him over the doll. His father turned himself into a criminal today. <laughs> oh, my God. We're talking criminal harassment, property damage, a bombing. Assault. And assault. Like, these two men are should right to jail. Right to jail. <laughs> right away. Right away. And he just gets praised as the hero here at the end. And, like, I love it when Howard's like, But Jamie... I thought you wanted this doll more than anything. What do I need the doll for? I got the real Turbo Man at home. Why, why would I need that doll when I have Turbo Man at home? And I was like, <laughs> I think it's so sweet. I'm just, He's like, that's my dad. That's my dad. That's my He gave that doll away. His dad broke his ass trying to get after it. But here's the thing. I still don't get the vibe that he was doing it to regain his son's love just to get his son not to be mad at him anymore. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I feel like he went right back to behaving just how he did before this all happened. And speaking of middle fingers... Knowing you and what a tough time you had with this, I know that as soon as those credits started rolling, you clicked out of this movie, right? Uh Uh-huh. Well, I kept typing for a while as the credits were rolling, and I got all the way to the end. Don't, don't, don't. Guys, this post-credits sequence 
is just the biggest middle finger because they're all having Christmas, right? Everything's back to normal. Howard, Liz, and Jamie are all having a nice little Christmas. And like Liz looks at him and she goes, Everything that you went through today for Jamie really shows how much you love him. Mm. And, uh, and if you're willing to go through all of that for him just for a present, well, that makes me wonder. What? What did you get me? He didn't get her shit! <laughs> After all of that, he didn't get her anything! <laughs> oh, you're breathing. Oh, he's upset. <laughs> well, at least now it's over. Listen, it, I'm not going to say it was a complete waste of my time, just a little bit. Just a little bit. It's but the, you, it, you know, it wasn't a waste of my time in terms of covering it, of course. I love doing this. It's just, I, it was just not one for me, folks. I'm glad you enjoy it. I'm glad it has a nice little f- following. I, I swear to God, I thought Danny DeVito was in this movie. Nope, not Danny DeVito. No, I thought I thought it was a DeVito-Schwarzenegger collab, and it, it was not. Nope, not one of, like, what, the three or four of those that there are? I might have liked Booster a little more if Danny DeVito was playing him. <laughs> Just a tinier booster. I don't know. That might be more terrifying. You're right. (laughs) You're right. Exactly. But I guess the moral of the story is don't kill each other over toys. I think the moral of the story is you can go to any lengths you need to. Just keep people off your back. He spends the whole movie trying to get them not to be upset or mad at him anymore. Yeah, instead of just putting he forth the effort. He goes to criminal lengths to do it. <laughs> He's so tired of being nagged at by his wife and child. And like not being the hero. Like I just don't believe him. I don't believe Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't believe this character. <laughs> Oh my god. I feel like he's just here to be cheeky and shit. <laughs> and like it's I feel like the, I know the movie is probably written in mind with just the fact that we'll see Arnold Schwarzenegger doing a bunch of crazy shit for 90 minutes. <laughs> I understand that's what this is about. This is the appeal. But like I don't know. I wanted more. I know. I wanted more. I know. And that sounds stupid cuz I really don't care, <laughs> but you don't want to have deep feelings about Jingle All the Way? No, I don't want to have deep feelings about Turbo All the Jamie. <laughs> oh, happy holidays. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. But even though I am happy to be moving on to other projects, I will say it was a choice. <laughs> it was a choice to cover this. This, this was one way to go. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that veiled backhanded compliment. <laughs> We're running out of Christmas movies. <laughs> or at least ones we really like. We might have to cover Die Hard! That's not cool with you? It's a footnote. <laughs> I know. I know. I... <laughs> oh my God. Christmas is a footnote in that movie. I it's know, just baby. It's taking place at Christmas. No, I know. It's like my favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard. Look how quirky I am. And <laughs> <laughs> didn't feel a little better. <laughs> All right.
right, guys, that's another Christmas movie checked off the list. Bye, Arnold. Might see you again <laughs> next year. I don't know. Yep. I mean, hey, there's plenty of Arnold movies we haven't covered yet. Is there, though? Yep. This is not the last we've seen of Arnold. <sighs> you know, I've never seen The Terminator. I know. Isn't that wild? It is wild. Because it was such a big thing for such a long time. I know. And then he was just in that one recently with the computer reanimated version of his younger self. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Uh, why can we do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's creepy. What's happening? Why is everything... Chrome. Future. This movie that we're going to do next is from my first Christmas, guys. <laughs> Christmas 1992. We did not plan that no, whatsoever. Absolutely not. Guys, next week we will be covering the 1992 Christmas classic, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. I'm so ready. I know. I'm ready to cover the same movie we already covered. It's just in New York now. Guys, it's the same. Same movie. Guys, I highly encourage you in preparation for next week to go back to last year and listen to our Home Alone coverage. It's a good episode. Because we're basically just going to talk about the same shit again. <laughs> we're just in New York now. Yeah. And like, it's almost like, just almost like line for line. Almost. Like they're, like, But Tim Curry's here. Yes, Tim Curry's here. The ex-occupant of the White House is in it. Can't wait to talk about that. Oh, God. Be on the lookout for that, folks. In the meantime, you can go follow us on Twitter at Kick and Stream. K-I-C-K-N-S-T-R-E-A-M. You can write the show at Kicking and Streaming Podcast at gmail.com. That's with an and, not an ampersand. And don't forget, folks, please be practicing the three R's. Rate, review, and retweet. Rate, review, retweet, folks. We want everyone to come and join our little holiday watch party. More quality content coming to you from Kicking and Streaming. Until then, I'm Carrie. I'm Ross. And as always, sorry, sorry Mom. Mom.